It is exciting as we look ahead to 2021 to think what God has got planned for us. It'd be great for us to have a kingdom dream of how we can be used by God in the coming year. As we know, 2020 has been a very chaotic and very difficult year in many situations. Amongst the chaos, it's encouraging how the family groups and locations have been a source of strength and stability. SHMB, Berkshire, Dorset and South Parks have each met and encouraged us in these ministries. 2021 will require us to be open-minded as we build a new normal. It's exciting to think how God will use us to be a part of it. Shepherd, would you read Romans 12, 6 to 8, please? We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it's serving, then serve. If it's teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. This passage reminds us that we have the opportunity um, to use our talents for God. In 2020, we would like to recognise our, our teaching ministry headed up by Malcolm and take it to a new level. Also, it's exciting how we can encourage our children to develop their faith and make decisions to become Christians. In Romans 12, we're reminded to use our gifts um, to build a God-centered, relationship-based ministry. We can work together in family groups, in locations, and as a whole group to do this. In the past, we met together in one place. Now we can have quite a different vision that we can strengthen and encourage the locations and build new ones. We have dreams of building ministries in Maidenhead, in Guildford, in Winchester, and many towns and cities in the southwest. Tonight, we have the opportunity to listen to Richard Bailey as he speaks to us from 
Joshua chapter 1. He has been instrumental in helping the young people through the Bavarians group to study the Bible with their friends. And also, he wants to encourage us to have vision for West Berkshire. kingdom dream? Well I guess for me a kingdom dream would be uh, a kingdom, uh, a world where uh, basically everybody loves each other. That probably sounds fairly cheesy but um, that's definitely the goal that uh, I would work towards within my family, within my friendships, um, even within my work um, as a counsellor. It's about acceptance uh, and love and support and understanding um, in this difficult life that we lead. So I guess that it, that's what it is, a world full of love. That's the kingdom dream. Hi, I'm Joseph. And when I think of a kingdom dream, I think of a dream or a goal that is centered around God's will for us rather than selfish ambition or worldly desires. Um, I think it's a goal almost bigger than we can imagine, um, one that seems almost impossible, but with God is possible. Well, when I think about kingdom dreams, I think about those people I love coming to know God. I think about having a vision and seeing them at church. I think about the, the children that um, I met in Kids Kingdom and uh, seeing them grow up and become disciples and preach and teach at church. Um, those are kingdom dreams for me. What comes to mind for me when I think of kingdom dream is a personal vision or desire, um, I think, to see to further the unity for God's people. A kingdom dream. A kingdom dream is something that is eternal, something that is a dream that will last forever. And uh, so, for example, for me, it's seeing people that I've loved and prayed for uh, becoming disciples and knowing that we'll be in heaven together forever. Thank you, everyone, for sharing. I hope you've all enjoyed listening to uh, our brothers and sisters share about kingdom dreams what that means to them and um, i'm sure and that will generate great discussion in our family groups um, i wanted to share for a minute about a dream i had from this in this COVID times and how it came about and then some others will share about um, the fruition of that dream so as you, as I'm sure you guys know, dreams come from all kinds of places that we don't always expect. And uh, once upon a time, I was watching some series on Treadstone, um, Jason Bourne, etc. And the the series is about um, these people that are trained uh, as trained assassins that go around the world, and they are they are triggered um, by a particular uh, um, song and. Uh, a picture 
and that picture then uh, of, of a person that they have to go and assassinate. And so they're, they're like cicada beetles um, who, that basically bury for years and years and years and then they come alive when they need it to. And I remember watching this in a bizarre way. I thought to myself at the beginning of COVID, hmm, what could I do in COVID given that we're very restricted um, COVID times and uh, or during lockdown? And I thought, aha, let me get a little group together that wants to grow um, in studying the Bible with others and becoming more effective. Because I thought, these are, these are like God's cicada beetles in the world now, ready to be activated. And I thought, well, hey, in lockdown, let's use the chance to, to um, develop ourselves and then we're, we're ready. We're ready for when lockdown ends and God can activate us, not in, uh, you know, in assassination the way Treadstone is, but, but being able to be active with the scriptures. Um, and hence the Berean sword bearers came to be. Um, so I had a chat with Ben Danitz, um as well and we just got a crew together which grew a little bit we had uh, we've had various people involved harry and brie um ben and alice and g uh, and lydia's joined us as of late alex heath um alex and nick the brothers down in bournemouth um josh and joseph um i think that's everyone there may have been some others roger as well roger packham joined us um and the whole idea was to go through the in-season, out-of-season booklet and go through each study every single week um, on, look, how do, you, how do you use these scriptures? Who do you help them with? Uh, you know, how to use them effectively? Um, we talked about um, the importance of connecting with people. We talked about not just having, a, you know, a kind of rote learning the scriptures, but really thinking about the person and what's, what's going to help them to come closer to God. So deviating from in season, out of season where we need to, um, and, and, and inspired by the Bereans, as I'm sure many of you know, in, in the book of Acts, chapter 17, verse 10 to 12, it talks about the Bereans being of noble character. They examined the scriptures. Uh, they did that every day to see if what Paul said was true. So um, people of great spiritual integrity, and for me, my vision was a group of people with that same heart um, who, who are looking to, to, to grow God's kingdom, but also um, have that noble heart. So it's been amazing, the journey that we've been on. Um, we're also planning an event in mid-January um, where Andy B is going to come and speak, um, hopefully mid-January, it'll be mid to late January. You'll all hear about that. We're calling it FOMO JOMO. More about that to come um, soon when we when we send everything out. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, for me personally, it's just been great to see the hearts of younger people wanting to grow and learn. We are going to extend the group. So um, for, for others that want to be involved, um, we will have some prerequisites in terms of um, making sure you learn the in-season, out-of-season scriptures uh, and also read the Will, Her Will Real Heretics. Please stand up. As, uh, as entrance to the group, um, which I'm sure many of you know that book. If you don't, have a read of it. It's fantastic. So um, without further ado, I'm also going to ask um, Brie, or have asked Brie and Alex down in Bournemouth to share from their experience with the Brie and Swordbearers. But I also wanted to encourage everyone that um, no matter what your, your dream is, um, whether you think it's big or small, 
Um, you know, that's whether it's big or small isn't the most important. The fact that it's spiritual, that it helps you to come closer to God, that it helps you to help others to come closer to God is really what matters. And um, please have a discussion in your groups uh, together about this. I think for me, being a part of the Bereans has been really cool because, you know, in Acts 11, where they talk about the Bereans examining the scriptures every day with eagerness. Like, I think this group really embodies that kind of vibe. So it's been so cool to be a part of a group of people that are so passionate about God and about spreading his message. And I've just learned so much as well each week, being able to ask loads of questions. And also like at the start when we were going through how to study the Bible with people, like doing that in and amongst itself was really helpful. But also just hearing, you know, these are the kind of questions you could ask and that kind of thing was really thought provoking and I think it's really helped me to be more effective when studying the Bible with other people and I think as well it's really grown my faith in God and I have more of an understanding in God I guess and this has really helped my confidence when sharing my beliefs with other people because of this grown understanding and how God works so I think that's been really cool. My name is Alex and I've been part of the Berean Soul Bearers group this year. It's been an amazing time learning about the scriptures with this group and for me in particular I've learned how to relate my own deep personal experiences with the scriptures and I've seen that being vulnerable and open with someone when I'm doing a bible study with them it lets them see a different aspect of the scriptures that they otherwise would not have seen. One scripture that particularly stood out to me is in Romans 12 verse 4 to 6. It says, For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to us, given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. So the church is made up of many different people with different gifts and backgrounds. And for me, the Berean Swordbearers has been a group that although we have lots of differences, we've been able to use these differences to give a different interpretation or a different way of using a scripture to help someone else. It's been really helpful for me and I've learned a lot. Um, one thing I think of for me with Kingdom Dreams is um, connecting with God and his dreams for us. Uh, we sing that song um, called Men Who Dream, and there's a line in it says um, that um, um, there's a God who shares our dreams. And when I sing that, I often turn it around in my head and I say, well, there's a people who share God's dream. Um, because I do find that, uh, you know, if we try and make our own dreams become God's dreams, well, they're not really God's dreams. Um, however, there are certain situations in the scriptures where even the dreams that people have, uh, as much as they aren't necessarily God's dream, he still works with that. And an example would be when the people asked for a king and Samuel said, look, no, this is not the plan for God. But, and, and God said, look, hey, let them have a king. And even though it wasn't necessarily God's plan at that time, he still worked with the people. He was graceful. Um, yes, they paid the price. For, for asking for that, but um, but he still loved them and he still worked with them. So um, I find that amazing about God. Something else that helps me when I think about dreams and spiritual dreams and also thinking about the year ahead 
is being able to move on from something else. And um, in the, the, the beginning of Joshua, um, there, there, well, there's two scriptures I think about when I think about this. The beginning of Joshua, um, it says at the, at the very beginning, it says in Joshua chapter 1, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give to, to them, to the Israelites. I'll give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Um, I think about being Joshua at this time, and, you know, he was in the shadow of Moses. Uh, what a guy to be in the shadow of, and must have obviously learned from him and seen how he was as a leader. And there's this point now where there's a change. And um, we read on in, in chapter one, it does seem like Joshua needs encouragement. Even the people in the end are saying, come on, you know, be strong and courageous. Um, it's a difficult task to take over from Moses. And you may feel like in your life, it's a difficult task to move on from, from whatever it is. It could be a, a relationship challenge, a personal challenge, a work challenge, uh, could be your own sin. Um, but I do believe with God, he's looking forward and with great energy. And um, so I just wanted to encourage you as you discuss this topic about kingdom dreams to look at areas in your life that, that are actually dead. You must leave them behind to move forward. Um, Joshua had to do that. He, he, wasn't, he, he wasn't allowed to stay um, in that place that he was um, with Moses. God was calling him to be uh, in, in a different place. Um, there's, there's, a, um, there's another part in the scriptures that I think about, um, and it's in, in 1 Samuel, um, and it's after, after Saul, um, after Saul is no longer the king, um, and Samuel grieves for him, and when and it's just before uh, it's just before Samuel anoints David, and it's in First Samuel chapter sixteen and verse one. It says, um, "The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, since I have rejected him as king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and be on your way. I'm sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. I've chosen one of his sons to be king." Um, even Samuel's a bit afraid. He says, but Samuel said, how can I go if, so, if Saul hears about it? He will kill me. Um, the Lord said, take a heifer with you and say, I've come to sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse to the sacrifice and I will show you what to do. You are to anoint for me the one I indicate. And Samuel carries on and obeys the Lord. Um, Samuel is terribly distraught about, um, about Saul's situation um you know it's it's well it's terribly sad even at the end of verse uh, at the end of chapter 15 it says until the day samuel died he did not go to see saul again though samuel mourned for him um i don't know how long he mourned exactly um he may have mourned in the the, the time of mourning that, that he needed to maybe longer um but there's a point where the lord says to samuel um, how long are you going to mourn? Look, I've rejected him as king. You need to go somewhere else. Um, and as difficult as that may have been for Samuel, and even though he was afraid of, of Saul, he obeys the Lord. 
Um, so it's definitely clear to me, at least in these two scriptures, that these points where it's time to move on. Um, the past has happened and now we are in a different time. Uh, we are moving into slightly different times with COVID, as many of you know. Prayerfully, the vaccine comes through quickly. Um, I mean, you know, we don't all, none of us really know what's going to happen. But it is a new year and these are new times. And I just want to encourage you to make the most of um, whatever's happening in your life and, and uh, uh, encourage you to have great discussions in your family groups, great prayer times. And uh, I'm sure God will continue to give us great dreams um, and uh, have, a, have a great week ahead.